Hey everyone, we are back for another exciting episode this week, and it's our first impression for the DCI 2023 season. We will also find out what made Steven say... They got all the guns blazing right away, especially as a, bla uh, as a baseline. And why Tom said... This show is phenomenal. They haul butt the whole show. There's notes galore, nonstop action. All this and more on this week's episode of On a Water Break. Let's go. Set it up. Top of the show. Form. Check form. Cover down. Do it again. Run it back. And we'll see you at the show. Welcome to another episode of On a Water Break, the podcast where we talk about everything you and your friends are talking about at rehearsal on a water break. I'm Jackie Brown. This week is all about DCI. We're going to talk first impressions. Uh, this is There's so much DCI that we are taking the full episode with our lovely hosts and guest hosts so we can talk about as many cores as we can. So let's see who's on the sidelines this week, starting with Steven! What up, Jackie? Hey, and Tom? Hello from sunny California. You know, it was like drum corps started and the heavens went like, yeah, we're going to give you the best weather ever. Uh, <laughs> the opposite has been true on the on the East Coast. <laughs> I, I've heard. It's been terrible <laughs> here. <laughs> and Whitney, hello. Hi. And... <laughs> Joining us live for the first time, I think this is the first time, right, is Jeremy from Drum Corps Today. Hey! Hello, everyone. I think this is the second time. I did have an opportunity way back when I first started working with y'all. I had the opportunity to do the 30-second life uh, story oh. thing, and it was, it was yes. a blast. We're just going to say I wasn't there for that one, then. We'll just, you know. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> um, we do have a few guest instructors joining us today, guest clinicians. Uh, so, David Landers, welcome. Hi. <laughs> and also, Dave Duffy. <laughs> Howdy, how's it going? Uh, so, we do a really interesting thing with uh, our new guest clinicians. So, we, we have to... Um, we have to make sure you guys are inducted properly into the on a water break uh, instructional cast. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, you're correct, oh. Jackie. Uh, <laughs> each each week when we have a new guest on our show, we do something called your life story in 32 counts. That gives you about 30 seconds to catch all of our listeners up to speed. Tell us who you are. Why don't we get started with uh, David Duffy? Oh, David, gosh. are you ready to go first? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Here we go. You're going to get eight from the Met. Five, six, seven, eight. Hey, I'm Dave Duffy, and I'm originally from Virginia, and I went to school at James Madison University, and I graduated in 1989. I taught in Virginia at Powhatan and Nelson and then Bassett. Everybody might know Bassett. Um, and then I moved to West Johnston in North Carolina, and then I moved to Texas, and I've been in Texas for the past 12 years at Hendrickson, Dripping Springs, and then recent, most recently at Mo and Jean Johnson High School. Um, and I, I'm a Cavalier. I march Cavaliers and a euphonium player, but I'm also kind of good at color guard. So, yeah, <laughs> I guess that's, that's me in a nutshell. And I taught Whitney. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> David, I got to ask, Powhatan High School, do you know, uh, do you know Jay Noah? I don't know. I, I don't know. That would have been like I, I started that program. Um, okay. And yeah, like, well, I mean, not real. I started like what would now be known. Of, like I did the first indoor drum line there. Right. And then, uh, and then that kind of took off after me. It really did. I, I marched with a couple students from Powhatan, but it might have been after your time. Oh, it would have been way after my time. I mean, that was literally I, I started I, I have 34 years of teaching. So. Um, wow. Yeah. But, but my heart is like my beginnings of my life is is Powhatan. What a great area. What a great community. And a really great drum line. It's a great high school program. Um, you oh, know, yeah. Stephen, we're not talking indoor. We want to know what years Cavaliers you marched. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I marched 87, 88. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an old guy. <laughs> Very cool shows. Yep. That is super cool, David. We're going to continue learning more about you. But first, let's also learn about David Landers. Are you ready to give it a go with the 32 counts? I am ready. All right. All right. I was raised in Nashville, Tennessee. I graduated from John Overton High School in 1987. We were the state marching band champion all four years that I was there. I marched Spirit of Atlanta in 1986 and 88, so I shared the field with David Duffy a few times in 88. Um, and then I, I graduated from Middle Tennessee State University, uh, taught in Tennessee for a couple years, and then I uh, was a professional trombone player for a few years in my late 20s, worked on the worked with Princess Cruises, did some traveling around, uh, lived in Alaska, Texas, Florida, landed in California in 2000, and I've been here ever since. I ran a little bit overtime, didn't I? <laughs> Just <laughs> I a little. A, I'm a high school band director, uh, and uh -huh. I've been Classic. here for 21 years. Yeah, so. No, that's very cool. I didn't realize you guys marched together. Oh, uh, we marched the same year. Same years, but not together. Yeah, we shared the field. I was Spirit of Atlanta. Um, I see. And then I, I met Tom via uh, San Francisco Renegades. I left that part out of my, uh, didn't have time for that one, but we we participated with the San Francisco Renegades back uh, a decade and a half ago or so. Oh, and, and this is Duffy. Yeah, sorry, I, I, I left one part out. So I did design for Drum Corps uh, uh, from 91 to basically 90. Six with the magic of Orlando, and then I went back in '99 for mm. the really kind of like really strange year of, of magic. But yeah, so go magic. <laughs> well, let's dive right into our gush and goes for the week since we have so much content to cover. This is the time in our show where our hosts and guests get to gush and go on about anything they want having to do with the marching arts. So, Stephen, why don't you start us off and show them how it's done? Yeah, last week I got to have my uh, first marching band rehearsal of the year for the school that I'll be teaching this summer. Uh, we set the drum line. We started playing some exercises. Uh, I actually I had to do it all myself because my uh, co-teacher, he's actually on tour right now with uh, Music City. But Ooh. I'm real excited to get into things with them. I think that there is a lot of potential with this show this year. And I'm not just saying that because Jeremy wrote the show and he's sitting on the call on mute. But <laughs> 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 but I think it's going to be a really fun year. I'm really excited. The first night was really good. And it's that time of year where things finally get going. For sure. Whitney. 
Hi, um, I'm just going to gush and go about how my summer break is almost over, um, and I'm kind of upset about it, but um, I start band camp on Monday, um, so I'm just trying to enjoy my last couple of days off before that all begins. Um, watched the drum corps show last night, but I know we're going to talk about that later, so I'm excited to chat about that. I'm sure there'll be a lot of gushing over that. <laughs> nah. Tom, why don't you go next? Oh, me? My turn? Oh, well, uh, you know, we are going to talk a lot of drum corps today, but I, I've, I've got to actually gush about slow marching and their camera quality this year. Ooh. Last year, they would flip around from um, high shots and low shots like it was nobody's business. You would get nauseous watching a show. Um, this year, they seem to have it dialed in to where it's actually watchable now and you're not like on a roller coaster ride. So that's my gush and go this year. Good job, know, there, was some, like, there were some strange uh, like jump scares almost during some there, of the shows last night. And I was like, there oh, are still where some. Are you're right, Whitney. But uh, that was like times 10 last year, though. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy we have flow marching. Right, yeah, absolutely. Jeremy, why don't you take it away? You know, it's really exciting now that drum corps season's actually started, but what's really cool that I'm seeing about this season is no matter what core you look at, there's going to be something you like. Whether it's a part of the show, whether it's the uniform design, there's going to be some aspect that about every single core. I know a handful of cores haven't performed yet, but there's going to be something about every core that everyone finds enjoyment out of. And it's, I just think that's really cool to start the season out with that energy. I think you're definitely correct. I've been watching a lot of different groups and I feel like it's just a really good year. Like there's so many different, like exciting things going on everywhere. Landers, what do you want to gush and go on about now that you kind of like see the way we've run things? <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, well, yesterday I, I had my, I officially started my season with my senior and section leader breakfast and we went to the band room after that and did a little work in the band room. And then Monday we start with rookie camp and then it just keeps going from there. Uh, tomorrow I'm excited to uh, drive out to Fresno. Well, I'm not excited for the drive because it's a really boring drive, but I'll be doing the drive with Tom. So that'll be fun. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, heading out to Fresno to see the the Fresno show. And I, and I got a couple of kids in the um, in Blue Devils B this year. So looking forward to supporting them as well. All right, Duffy. Uh, let's see. Gush and go about uh, my vacation. I went to Vegas, and then I went home to see my mom. And all, all along the way, I got to stop at uh, Jeff Herr's house. And he's the guy that, like, designs a lot of the props and stuff like that. He was a band parent of mine when I was at West Johnston. And so I got a lot of the inside scoop about the props and things that they that, they, that everybody changed and, uh, and, and all those things. But, like, to piggyback with Whitney uh, – yeah, band camp is getting ready to start here in Texas. And hey, if any of you like marching people are listening to this, Texas is hot as poop right now. And so all of y'all heading towards <laughs> San Antonio, it's not going to be nice down here. <laughs> it's not. It's hot. It's really bad down here. Across like the whole South, right? The whole South yeah. is just. Yeah. Yeah. So. I am going to change the tone a little bit. I need to gush about uh, before we get into DCI, because 
the rest of this episode is going to be entirely DCI. And for the fourth, we uh, put together an alumni guard over at Spintronics. And we've been doing this for like, I don't know, we've been doing it off and on since 2010. And uh, I actually like spun with them. I haven't spun with them for a while because I had a baby. And so the last couple of years I've been kind of out of commission and uh, yeah, I was exhausted by the end of that parade. And I was like, I don't remember how I ever was able to spin through a whole parade in my life. Um, but, uh, but I made it through and I just got a gush about all of the uh, alumni people who came out to be in the parade. Some of them have spun with us before there are actually Spintronics alumni. Some are just literally alumni from their own school color guard and they've never done spintronics but they've aged out now so they're like you know just just coming and spinning with us and it's just su super fun so we had a nice little team and uh had a good time so i wanted to gush about them good job guys <laughs> so this is how our discussion is going to work i am going to randomly read out a show description from one of the dci shows this year the first person to shout out the answer of which drum corps that show belongs to is going to start the conversation on that group. Okay, so um, I'm just going to start with the description. If we don't get it from that, I'm going to read some sh uh, show titles, maybe some music. And then also not all the cores have full descriptions about their shows published yet. Uh, so I will give you as much information without actually identifying the core as possible. So... We'll see how that goes. Hey guys, just so you know, that's my cat in the background. So yeah, like, figured. <laughs> uh, and, and he hates it when I'm on the phone or anything like that. He goes crazy. So yeah, Whitney, okay. just, Whitney just texted me because Whitney has come down here and looked out for him, and it's like he's like Brutus, laugh out loud. I was like, this. Oh my gosh, Brutus. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> drum corps. Back to drum corps. <laughs> All right, so let's get this started. Um, this one, let's, I'm just going to start, I'm going to start in the middle because I think they're listed in alphabetical order and I don't want to, I don't want to give any of that away. But you're going to okay, tell us you're starting in the middle. Okay, here's a very nice, well, I'm, I'm starting at a random <laughs> point that is not the beginning nor the end. Let's put it that way. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, the this drum corps presents their 2023 production titled "The Sound Garden," influenced by the Seattle-based rock group and Sound Garden. Yes, I'll finish reading the description. Uh, influenced by the Seattle-based rock band Sound Garden, who are themselves named for an aural-based art installation. The show's intent is to combine an energetic combination of musical styles, sounds, and visual textures to create and cultivate a blooming garden of sound. Who was my first person? I, I heard you guys I think say Duff it, but... got it. You got me by a okay. hair. Start did, I did? Go for yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I'm super excited for this group because my dearest friend, uh, Sue Smith, Robert Smith's wife, um, is part of like the, the education team. And she is amazing. Like she, she's just an amazing woman. Like she should be one of those people that, you know, like DCI is all about like talking about women. They need to talk about Sue Smith because she's, she's an amazing educator. She really is. She's a great person, first of all. Um, and yeah, so I'm super excited to see Madison, you know, also Tykeem Rainey, who's a big tech, like down here with us in Texas. I know he's doing a lot with the color guard. So I'm super excited to see, see them. It sounds like really cool source music. 
You said it's uh it's Soundgarden source music, like from the band or Um, well, it says uh I'm pretty sure right, they're doing yeah. Black Hole Sun. Yeah, they're doing some music from the actual group Soundgarden. Cool. We did Black Hole yeah, Sun in so our so got uh, Rusty Cage. Black Hole Sun, yep. Uh and then uh some of the other the other pieces in the repertoire is La Mer, uh oh, yeah. Hold Music, and then uh twenty three degrees north, eighty two degrees west. It's a good show. Have they performed on Flow yet? I haven't seen them. Um yeah. I'm excited about this one. I love Soundgarden. No, I enjoyed the show, it's really good. I'm excited too about this range of uh cores because I feel like they all work like extremely hard because it's like cutthroat right around their spot usually uh, lately trying to make it into finals. So well, like all you know, of these groups right around here work so hard. Madison, one, they're a one-time world champion. You know, they know. Mm -hmm. They know how to Two get times. back there. Two times. Two thank times. you, Landers. <laughs> a previous yeah. times world champion. <laughs> get the Those fact checkers out. Those of us that were there on the field in 88, that's our age, that's my age out. So anyway, Madison won that year. But yeah, I feel like in that range of cores, like that's where the shifting, the big shifting can come. Because like the, like the top four and the five and like to get from six to five is like such a climb. But I feel like, you know, you could have been, you know, 19th last year and wham, you're in 11th this year. It's like, I think it's in that shifty area. It's always like super cool to see them, like see what could happen. And it's all a matter of points, too. It's not like there's a huge gap. Yeah. Not a huge gap. And just because you made finals last year does not mean that you will make finals this year, especially if you're in that range. Uh, well, there's just, Ribbon I feel like, spot. yep. And there's so many good groups. Like, everyone's show seems good. I'm excited yeah, to, to see be, all of them. Yeah, this is Landers. It used to be that if you were, yeah, anywhere from... Yeah, was it tenth and below? Then that was kind of the. But now, it, like like Duffy was saying, yeah, sixth and below, is a is a giant toss up. Well, it used to be what between ten to fourteen was that sort of tight gap. But now it's it's you know on a year to year basis. If you were generally top ten, you pretty much stayed top ten for a long time. Uh, so it's exciting and uh, and it does it does uh, generate a lot of uh, a lot of interest in the shows and a lot of uh, variety and and uh trying out new things and i, I am anxious to to hear how they because to me the the sound garden the, the description that you put out there jackie um uh that sort of you know experimentation with sound to, to me kind of defines what drum corps has mm. been really going after for the last 10 years or so it feels like uh just you know since particularly since the electronics and 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 amplification of not just pit instruments uh the variety of sounds uh that that are on the field at any given show are are it's 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 amazingly diverse and and to see what they what madison is going to take uh do with that concept and push it even farther is going to be uh exciting to see and hear yeah for sure jackie what's the next all one? right let's go to the next one this show offers a turbulent ocean adventure filled with gritty characters while exploring the realms of philosophy, science, history, and politics with intrigue and insight. 
the story of Captain Ahab's self-destructive obsession with Boston? the white whale called Moby Dick. Yes, it is Boston Crusaders. Uh, the plot of the novel follows Ahab's manic drive to kill the whale. Even as it endangers his crew, Boston Crusaders 2023 show makes a geographical connection to the Horror's home in Massachusetts, while also drawing parallels to the white whale metaphor, chasing the seemingly unattainable at all costs. I'm going to be a spoiler. So, yes, Boston. <laughs> I'm going to be a spoiler. Oh. They do not kill VK Shark at the end. That does not happen. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'll jump in on this one. I love this show. They do like uh it's like some some fun little sea shanties, I feel like, for the first half of the show roughly. But then once they get to the second half, it gets really intense really fast. And it's like it's a lot of fun to watch. It gave me goosebumps. Uh I promise you at already the second half of this show is crazy and you're gonna love it if you haven't seen it yet. Um but the whole thing, it's I feel like it's Boston in its best form. Stephen, I have to ask, since you, you, you mentioned the sea shanties thing, um, uh, since you guys are, since you and, and Jeremy are, are younger, there's recently like a sea shanty me. Isn't there some sort of social media meme or something that's related oh, to yeah. a sea shanty? And is that song included? It's all over. It is. <laughs> It is included. Okay. Yeah. Is it, what is it? The Wallerman? Wellerman? Something? What is that? Wellerman. Wellerman. Yeah. Yeah. It's like okay. They feature, they feature the tubas doing it. And it's like, it's awesome. Like it's, It, it I, is yeah. a great moment. It, I actually it, really it, love it. It truly, truly is like such a, such a great moment. Yeah. The Boston show to um, me this year is really just, to me, it's a meat and potatoes drum course show. Well, mm-hmm. I, so I, that's one of the groups that I, t- I chatted with, uh, uh, Chris Lewis and Jeff Hur about like the props because they did that the, all the props and stuff like that. I can't like spoiler alert, but I do know that something's coming because I know that if we're going to talk about mm. it, like the one part that I do miss, their show is called White Whale, and right now it seems like it's a very um, beautiful solo dancer that is not the size of a whale. I mean, she's beautiful, and so not that whales aren't beautiful big, but uh, you know, what I'm saying like. So I think there's something coming. Spoiler alert! I don't know. I don't work for Boston. I don't know anything about it. But uh, but, yeah. <laughs> but I, I definitely feel like yeah, they're super fun and like. Sorry, Whitney. I'm just gonna like step on it right now. But like, can we talk about the color guard? Is just ridiculous. Yeah, like, it's crazy. They're ridiculous. Crazy. But they're like, I feel like they're way cleaner right now than they were last year. Maybe even towards the end of the season, like sure. color guard wise. Yeah, there it it is crazy. There were definitely some like moments that made me giggle last night. Yeah, yeah like you know, let's not forget these cores have had four to five weeks to work on these shows with no interruption. That's awesome this year. Yeah, they're they, I mean, not only are their flag rotations ridiculous, but there were last night there were like some weapon stuff that I was like, What? Yeah. Wow, it is July, whatever you know, beginning yeah. of July. Wow. You know, when they're throwing like a 70,000 and they're turning around <laughs> 92 times and, and catching it backhanded and going snatch a little boop. And you're like, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. I really hope they cover the props with something. Like, I want, I don't know. I just want the, like fabric on the props because it doesn't look very boat like to me right now. Mm. Like, I want it to be more theatrical and ship like, but 
I don't they know. I feel like everybody's more... props just look like silver because probably <laughs> Jeff Hurt has done them. <laughs> they added like like some wood pier pylons around the pit. I don't know if you noticed that just the other night. So maybe there is more to come. Yeah, the wooden pylon All things right. in the front are great. That those those wooden pylon things are awesome in the front. That looks so cool. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and jump to the next one because now this one doesn't actually have a, uh, a, a printed statement, but I have some interesting quotes from certain staff members here. Uh, how do you capture something bigger than yourself? That's the genesis of all of this. The garden of love. A lot of it. Blue coats. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. A lot of it stems off of last year's success, being in the impossible dreams. Uh, it flows right and picks up from where we left off last year. Troopers? The production is equal parts. Exciting story. Yes, it's the troopers set to depict mm. characters reaching high into the sky to achieve a distant goal. It is called to lasso the sun. Tom, you are on it. <laughs> um, it's the troopers, man. They have picked up where they left off talent wise and design wise. The, the sun is really cool they have on the field. I get lost just staring oh, at that, that thing. <laughs> um, but their, no, their percussion sun? program is on fire right now. I just, I want to know who designed the sun because like I, it reminds me so much of the, um, uh, the torch from the 2016 Olympics. Like mm. it's, it's like a, it's kind of a, it's a non-mobile version, I guess, of the, of that torch. It's so cool. It's, it's a garden spinner to, to keep away, you know, crows and stuff out of your garden, but they put it on like a hundred times scale. Yeah. It's, on, it's like on steroids. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's cool. <laughs> I bet it's real cool live. Uh, Flow doesn't do it justice, but. I haven't gotten to see this show yet, actually. This is one of the few that I haven't gotten to see. But I just imagine that, like, the energy coming off of their performance last year, like, they don't want to stop. They just want to keep going. Like, they just want to be better and build off the momentum. Uh, Tom, I, I guess you got to see it. Who else got to see this show already? I saw it. Like, I, it's fun to watch, like, because last year I felt like they amped up so much like during the season. It's exciting yeah. to know that they're already starting like this and to see like where that might end up, like like the yeah, the hype of it all. Cause you know, they they really did like last year ramp up a lot, like during the season. And so it's exciting to see, you know, to see these people like doing the same thing. Yeah, it's exciting. I I, I definitely the first time I watched it was like, wow, this is cool. Yeah. Well, that energy right there is so cool because, like, they're just building on their momentum. They're not going to let go of making finals last year. But you got groups like Blue Knights that, like, are itching to get back and are already working really hard. And their shows also look fantastic already. So you end up with this, like, everyone's breeding. It's like... uh steel sharpening steel or whatever you know 10 through 15 nobody's safe right now nobody's safe i have no clue who's gonna make it but i bet that i'm gonna love all of the shows because it's gonna be cutthroat down there 
Well, let's check out uh, this next one because I wonder if this one's going to be one of your safe ones. A musical and visual collage that celebrates environmental installation with shape, sound, and texture. This particular show mines the tension that lurk in all the shapes between finish and process, fine art and decoration, drawing and color. An eclectic soundtrack bridges the past to the present and reflects the circumstance to the vision. It sounds like it might be a Blue Night show, but... Not Blue Knights, no. Just Genesis? The, is it the Blue Devils? No. It's the Blue Devils, yes! Oh, I thought it yes. might be. So it's called right. the Cutouts. Yeah, okay. I like the this show cutouts. a lot. I it's only saw show. like a, a video of this from spring training, and it wasn't like really complete then. They still had show to put on. But it was like, it was so visually and musically colorful. And like... I'm a bass drummer. I'll give the shout out here where I think it's due. Blue Knights baseline or Blue Devils baseline. I'm sure the Blue Knights are great as well. But Blue Devils <laughs> is really, really just like they got all the guns blazing right away, especially as a bla- uh, as a baseline. They come out and they just like rip a bass feature to shreds like before we even have our first full ensemble hit. Uh and I just I love like the the different musical selections that they use. Uh, who else has gotten to see this show already? It's a good show. I've seen it. Uh, you know, to to quiet down all these old timers that complain about this isn't drum corps. This year, I think more groups are doing more drill. You're seeing more uniform style looking things instead of costumeish. Mm-hmm. More headwear again. Come on, stop with the complaining. Let's let's just get on board and enjoy it. Drum core is awesome. Stop it. <laughs> I like it. I like this Blue Devils show kind of for the same reason you're getting at. They're just doing like a regular, I almost say regular old BD show like that's bad. But like they're playing jazz music. They're doing like just something that's fun to listen to and fun to watch. It's like it's not deep. It's just pretty good. And I like yeah. it. And I'm usually a BD hater. I feel like, I feel like, um, I, I feel like we're getting, we're seeing more color than we normally see from them. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I you know what I'm saying? Like I get it. I, I don't know if it's definitely based on Matisse or whatever, his cutout, whatever, but I think there's some really cool things about it. And what, like, I just, again, the horn line, I don't, I don't know. I don't know a lot about percussion from the standpoint of like, you know, I do know that that bass thing is like super crazy. Um, horn line's great, uh, but I, you know, again, uh, I have to give a shout out to the color guard because it like I was amazed at wow, look at, I mean, they just seem to be like really doing a lot more than they than they ever have. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it looks like it looks like that Mr. Chandler and friends were like, yeah. I think we want the Zingali back. So, <laughs> you know, it, it definitely looks like they've amped up. And, it, of course, and they always get the thing about, like, oh, they're such great performers. But every time on Flow Marching or every little clip I've seen of them, they look like they're having the best time. Like, it's Absolutely like... Absolutely done. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's like, wow. Like, those, I mean, you can't pose those pictures. You just can't. No, pure joy. And they're, and they're always one that... Uh, again, because I used to be a, a, a Blue Devil hater, too, until, like, 
uh, basically like a, a bunch of years ago when I moved out here to Texas and I've kind of fallen in love with them. But they're the ones like I'm so excited to see at San Antonio because like when you see it live, it's just like it amazes you because the, their, their performers are just so amazing. So I'm now, excited. quick question on that. So uh, do you, how much of that do you think is natural in their and just their enjoyment of the show? And how much of that do you think might be because of flow marching and because of the modern age where where you know we have so many shows that are being broadcast and everybody gets close-ups and so the camera is just so much more in their in their face and so there's that performance you know when like when i marched in the 80s the performance for the horn lines was you know we didn't really think about the face and and all of that um but how much do you think of it is is a maybe a coach thing or just a reminding them that hey you know you are like really people can really 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 you know Dave, see you that's there's probably some of that in there but wgi the cameras are right at ground level when you're performing so that's been going on for a long time sure but i'm sure okay. there's a little bit of reminder that you know we're you, you, and, and I'm not talking about color guard. Color guard is always yeah, yeah, been, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah there, I'm talking there, about yeah. obviously, you know, hey, we're on flow. Let's, you know, so it, it it helps in both ways. I think it's helping your general effect. And I'm definitely not knocking it. I love it. It's helping I, I, yourself I enjoy it, yeah. it more. I guess maybe yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think as someone who is marching pretty recently, it's like very explicitly talked about especially in indoor you'll be like explicitly told like you need to communicate with your face uh straight to the audience mm -hmm. but we all saw like all the people that were marching in my age group watched in like 2016 there was this trumpet player in blue coats who like yeah. wink <laughs> the wink, <laughs> the wink. The and the i feel wink, like that yeah. was the moment where everyone realized like you might see me not yeah. like the blue coats horn line you'll see you might see steven Right. <laughs> on the flow marching finals video and like i should be interesting enough or i want to be interesting enough even um so i think like for people still marching today where they're constantly like aware of the fact that you know you might see me at a more intimate level you than know you Steven, saw the back coolest in the 80s. factor of that is like a million because when the most of us marched we we only prayed that we got a small picture in Drum Corps World, the the newspaper, <laughs> but it was always grainy and a little blurry. And you're like, that is me. I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's you with the full uniform and the hat brim pulled down two fingers from your nose. Right now, you um, maybe style your hair a little bit more and uh, maybe a little blush. And you look forward to that moment when the hat comes off midway through the show, like it does almost <laughs> everywhere. Um, <laughs> but hey, we're going to pitch it over. We got a quick commercial break from the folks over at Guard Closet, and then we will be back talking more shows. We'll talk to you in a few. Hey, this is Christine Ream and Chris Green. Guard Closet was founded as a consignment business in 2000. Since then, it has grown to include winter guard, band, percussion, and other genres. We can help you with custom flag and costuming designs. Our consignment inventory has plenty of great looks for your color guard, drumline, and marching band. Pay it forward. 
When you purchase consignment, you help other programs. Last year, we sold over 400 sets of consignments and returned over $125,000 in payments to our consigners for their sales. Additionally, Guard Closet offers custom and pre-designed costumes, flags, floors, and formal wear, full or partial show writing, educational programming, and other services. Max out your rehearsal time and set up a microsite for easy student ordering for shoes, gloves, and other equipment. The Guard Closet team is here to help you get everything you want and need for your season. Check us out at guardcloset.com and follow us on social media. I hope everybody's got their popcorn and refilled those uh, drinks because Jeremy is going to read our next description. All right. So we're looking at the flow marching show announcements. Not a whole ton for this one. We've got a quote. Strength does not come from physical capacity. Cadets. It comes from an indomitable will. Yeah, this is definitely the cadets. Yep. That's Tom it. had it first. Oh, holy name. This show, if, if you yeah, haven't right, seen why don't this we show, finish off the description. Yeah, keep reading. Keep reading. Keep reading. Keep reading. That was the entire description, actually. Um, the show is phenomenal. <laughs> this is like, this is the cadets to me. They haul butt the mm. whole show. There's notes galore, nonstop action. Yeah. Uh, uh, this drum line is ripping, too. They start with a drum feature. Yes. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm hyped exactly on the cadets this year. That's all I can about. say. Lee Bettis beats. They're, they're baller this year. Tom, we have an opening snare break to this show. Tell me what you think about the snare line. I, it, it's cool. It's clean. It's great. It's it's, yeah, it's it explosive. <laughs> like, it's not just, you know, it's not vanilla. There's nothing vanilla about it. It's 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 a do or die moment, and they nail it every time. It's It's cool. Yeah, it's crazy when you see like a moment that that that's that intricate. Like for listeners that haven't seen it, you start out with like a solo snare basically to like start the show, and then they build on. They just like build up to the whole snare line, but all of it is like kind of a ram. Like it's really hard, but it's also really clean already. And, and you get and distracted like, by the, the craziness going on behind it. The show's about what athleticism, strength. And the core is moving. Yeah, yeah. They are running like crazy while all this drumming is going on. Good show. Yeah, it's about that dude, Atlas, that had the weight of the world on his shoulders, which I'm sure is relatable to the members of that snare line that carry practically the weight of the world on their shoulders every single night when they start yeah, the show. Yeah, I feel like the cadets are back with this show. I mean, I love last year's show, but this is like, Wow, this is like cadets of like the late '90s, early 2000s to me. This is, oh, yeah. those were good years. I agree, man. Like, I think it's a cool one, and I think like it's been like it's been a road with the cadets lately. Just comparing, like, I've been wanting to love them as an East Coast guy, but like this is the first time in a in a while where I've been like, all right, I I actually really like right away the whole show it's not like i just like the snare line yeah, or i just right. like the drums like it's it's actually good it's a good cadet show yeah so it's i'm felt excited like past, to see it it's felt like the past few years the cadets have been really trying to rebuild and refocus on yeah. what they what kind of project they want to put out what kind of product they want to put out and this year they've just 
they've found their theme, they've found their concept. At first, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure about the uniforms, but just the way they've taken the athleticism concept and gone all out with every aspect, and including you know the uniforms. And you look at that, that just costume from a distance, it's clean, it's cream and burgundy. It doesn't it does. look like shorts is, yeah. and yoga pants and a t-shirt from a distance. It looks nice and clean, very athletic looking. It fits the show perfectly, I think. And Tom, you're so right, because like, honestly, that's what some of the online discourse has been. People have been uh, not sold on the outfits, the costumes based on the uh, the pictures that were put out. But when you're watching it from the stands, it looks like the cadets. It still looks it does, like the cadets. So if you're up that close, maybe you might see it's a little different. It's more athletic-y geared. But that's because they're doing crazy stuff out there on the field. And, you know, they need it and more power to them. I would have loved to have been wearing like extremely comfortable outfits like <laughs> it seems like they're wearing. Well, the new costumes are so much I'm, more I'm ex- comfortable to wear than than the uh, wool and marching band uniform days of old. <laughs> uh-huh. For sure. I can remember wearing some cadets throwdown uniforms when I was marching in C2. And it was the full 100% wool. We kept it 100% yeah. in Boston, back in the 90s, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited to see it. I haven't seen it yet. So it's cool to hear you guys hype on it because I did see a picture of the uniforms. And I was like, really? And- uh, wow. Uh, but, it's, mm-hmm. but it's cool to hear the, the athleticism part of it and to know that that's part of it because, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, because I do think that nowadays it's like, why not? You know, like, it, it, again – People like I've heard people hate on it, and I was like, "But there were other cores last year that I thought were just like, really, that's what you're gonna wear." <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, you know, but 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 we didn't hate on them, but like, you know, the cadets or whatever, you know, because I'm being an East Coast guy, but I, but I'm excited to hear the athletic part of it and to know that that because it makes sense with the the picture that I saw. But but I can't lie, when I first saw the picture, I was I like, think really? we all were, you I know? think we all I, I even saw it was like, mm, okay. come on, what is that now? A pair of shorts and yoga pants? <laughs> this isn't a, this <laughs> right. is a Sunday morning coffee and brunch at the... <laughs> I saw it, and I thought that some dude from the horn line was about to step out for his, like, UFC debut <laughs> or something. Like... <laughs> I mean... It, it, Anybody that knows me knows that I I can talk and roast with the best of them, and so I, but I, I try not to do that, especially like when it comes to the kids performing. So I was like, really, designers? That's what you came up with? But again, like hearing the show description and knowing when that's what it, it is, I think context, why not? It's, you know? it's like brilliant, well done. Yeah. Yep. Tom's yep. exactly and, uh, right. Everything works well together. For you color guard fans, uh, I did hear April Gilligan was back with the cadets. Ooh. Really? Wow! And Lee Bettis, Lee Bettis, and Travis Peterman. But yeah. So before we get off the cadets, I do want to I do want to say, uh, 1984 Garfield Cadets was the first drum corps I saw live. Preach. West Side Story. Yeah, Yeah, it's a good year. Good. Can I just quick go around the room and find out everybody's first drum corps they saw live, if you remember? Uh, yeah, I got my answer. Suncoast Sound, 1983. <laughs> okay. Suncoast? Suncoast Sound, yeah, 83, yeah. is that what you said? Wow. Wow, that's great. First. Mine was, uh, mine was 1980, Spirit of Atlanta. Woo! Mm. 
Yep, that's a damn good one. My, uh, my first time that I saw Drum Corps live, I was actually performing in it in 2016 <laughs> wow. at C2. Wow. <laughs> Only because my family always took a vacation the first week of August, so I was never around on the hey, East Jeremy, Coast when Drum Corps would come around. I don't know that everyone knows what C2 is. That's Cadets 2 Senior Corps oh, at the time, yes. right? Yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. It was the Cadets 2 Senior Corps in DCA. It was like a feeder corps, but also a senior corps. It was like lightning in a World bottle. World it was Championship, cool. didn't you? Yeah. Indeed, we did. Yes. My. Yep. That was my highest peak of my drum corps career. Never won again, <laughs> but it was good to win as a uh, as a rookie. <laughs> good. Yeah. Jeremy, what was the first one you saw? Yeah. So my first show was back just 2014. I got to see Carolina Crown live, and oh, I know yeah. I know it's. It's not a lot of people's favorite shows, but I, I don't know. I really love it, especially that, that horn last. Line. The, oh, that? yeah, the horn line. Jesus. <laughs> Ground control to oh, me. 2014, he said. Yeah, 2014. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whitney, what was yeah. your first drum corps show? Um, I don't remember exactly what my first drum corps was, but we used to go to the Sevierville Tennessee show when I was growing oh, up. Yeah. Um, our whole band would go. So I think the first first year I saw was 1998. Um, and I remember seeing Madison and Cavaliers, but I, beyond that, I don't really know. All right. Uh, mine was wait, 2005. Wait. Here we go. Did we miss somebody and? else? <laughs> no, no. I was just going well, to say we didn't it? get Jackie, but here you are. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, mine was 2005. Um, I, I'd seen lots and lots of drum corps on, on VHS. I started watching drum corps on VHS from like shows from the eighties. Uh, but live and in person, I saw 2005 Phantom Regiment when they did an American in Paris and it was incredible. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you guys the clue for the next one. So we can go on. <laughs> this year's program embodies the heartfelt concept that regardless of one's location or companion, the deepest, yes, the cults, uh, the deepest affection and emotional always stem from family and home. It signifies that home is not merely a physical structure, but a place where relationships, warmth, and memories converge. A sanctuary where one finds a sense of belonging and fulfillment alongside the people they hold dear. I feel like that's just true for everyone. And what a what a touching description of that show. Has anybody seen the show? I've seen I it have. like twice. Yeah. yeah. I, I yep. like it. Um, I, I, it's got some room to grow, but the drum line seems to be picking up where they left off last year. Um, I love the guard costumes. I think they're they're gorgeous. Yeah, I think the guard's great. I like, you know, I, I enjoyed them so much last year. And then the first time I saw them this year, I was like, wow, there you go. Um, I think, like, again, I think the, the color guard's great. Uh, the, the show itself is um, definitely one of those ones that it, it's entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, some people complain that maybe the top groups aren't, uh, you know, but I, 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 I like all of it. But I really like the Colts. I think they're great. I enjoy the show. I've watched it a couple of times, and I'm excited to see how much better they get over the next month. Yeah, they're one of those groups that are going to be duking it out for that spot. Not guaranteed. All right. Well, this next core, uh, they don't have a full length description, 
Um, however, the name of their show is Sinner Man, and their repertoire includes um, Sinnerin. Yeah, uh, I haven't gotten to see this one yet, but just reading this repertoire, I, I kind of want to read this because there's some amazing ones on here. Cinnamon by it's Nina intense. Simone, Take Me to Church by Hozier, Smile by Nat King Cole, uh, The Swing Symphony, Fourth Movement, uh, Presage, I don't know what that one is, Universe Zero, and then I'm Tired by Labyrinth and Zendaya. Like, well, This is an amazing repertoire. Uh, it, it's a wow. good show, Jackie. Uh, Trevor, one of our hosts here, works with the horn line, um, and their horn line sounds fabulous this year. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like uh, like we've kind of been saying about everybody. Like, I think it's like another notch up from last year. So, like, I when I first saw it, I was like, I, I was jazzed about the repertoire as well. Uh, and then I saw it, I was like, wow, okay, this is cool. It's cool. Like, Mandarin just seemed like they have their own little niche now, and it's cool to see them, like, really develop yeah. that voice that's there. identity. And it's like, yeah. And so it's, you know, uh, being the old fogey in the uh, the room right now, I feel like, you know, I, I, I just, I, I really like that. I like that when the cores all have their own little identity. I think Mandarin really does they've had a that. tough run like, being here in california with a lot of the cores that have been here and still here uh they were always you know that you know uh you know go to the mandarins first and then come back and see us yeah and and, and now it's, yeah. it's mm. yeah <laughs> they're not many points behind the really big dog here in california anymore so that's cool it's been really great to see them grow over the past few years. I mean, a lot of times when a core breaks into finals, they're in for a year or two and then dip back out. But Mandarin, since 2018, they, they've been in and they haven't looked back since. Yeah, they've gotten stronger each year. That's, that's great. Yeah, they were they, they rehearsed at my high school at the high, at, at, here in uh, Texas the COVID year. And we were like the second place that they stopped. And they kind of – they were here during band camp. And so – they were starved for doing, but it was really cool to be around that staff and to watch them all like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Let, you know, it was like, it was just really cool watching them like create themselves. It was like, it was, it was cool. Like I, I I'm excited about them a lot, actually. All right. I'm going to go ahead and read you. I'm not even going to say the show title this time. Cause y'all were way too fast with that one. Um, I'm going <laughs> to read the, the repertoire first because there's no, again, there's no, program description for this one and i i just want y'all to know i've been doing my research i'm looking on all their social medias and everything and they have not put one out um so the repertoire for this show is the second law isolated system by muse supremacy by muse as if a voice were in them by oliver waseby i'm not sure how to pronounce that last name uh to walk or run in west harlem by andy akiho Piano Concerto Number no. Two by Sergei Rachmaninoff, <laughs> and uh, for I Have Fought the Good Fight by Stephen Melillo. Any ideas on which drum corps this could be? Is it Phantom? It is Phantom. Wow! Yes. Exogenesis. That was good, Stephen. First guess too. Nice. All right. Phantom is hot this yeah. year, man. They yeah. sound like old school Phantom this year. I think just a little bit ago, someone mentioned something about like uh, groups in the top five, not like 
being entertaining enough maybe or not like pushing a certain boundary that some groups maybe from six to ten do and i think that this show really really does that they've got like these five different boxes that they like keep revealing different things from throughout the show that you you don't really know what's coming it's like what's in the box is a bit of a surprise but it's it's like super modern and it's really interesting how they like compose all the different parts together it's not stock it's like something new musically for you to listen to and honestly it's just a fun show like you're gonna enjoy watching phantom this summer i can't explain the show i don't really get it honestly but i don't care it's fun and you're gonna like it totally steven it's got a lot of energy and you can dig on all of it I don't really get it yet either. <laughs> but I, I do enjoy it visually and oh, musically. Anybody? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so basically, if anybody from the Phantom Regiment social media team is uh, listening to this, please, we need some. Uh, we need a little bit more description of what this show is about, please and thank you. <laughs> Drop us yeah, a comment. It's a good show. I want to totally. know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're they're in a position to maybe move up a little bit this year, get back to where they belong in that top six, maybe. Who knows? There's... I could see that. I could see that. But Blue Stars will give them a run for their money up oh, there, too. Blue we're not Stars talking about really that good. show yet. We're not talking about that we'll show yet. There. Okay, we're let me talk about that since you guys are excited no about it. No spoons yet. <laughs> All right, this summer... We are going to take the music of Giuseppe Verdi, The Doors, Lenny Kravitz, and Pharrell Williams on a journey through overcoming restraint and personal struggle to become unharnessed from that which holds us Blue Knights. Yes. The show, well, the show name was in that, Unharnessed. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to the Blue Knights. I mean, they, they made some brave choices last year. Uh, but I think they they are definitely on path to probably getting back in the top 12. I don't think they would just uh, take not making top 12 lightly. I mean, they're they're a perennial finalist. They're they know how to make it. They know what it takes and they're going to be itching and clawing to get right back. I know that they're doing something really interesting with their bass drums that I want to see a little bit more about. But they essentially have something like a tube that they can blow into that adjusts the pitch of the bass drum. The pitch of the drum, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. It sounds like, like you a, might know more than me, Tom. A pressure odometer on top, and it allows you to put pressure or you know extract that pressure so that you can change the pitch of the drum yeah so maybe putting your elbow into the drum head right 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 so part of the show they might be pitched really high or later in the show super low or maybe just all over the place who knows i haven't seen anything yet just a lot of chit chat yes it's like we're aware that they're about to do this, but they've still kept it under lock and key, and we don't know what it sounds like. Dave yet. and I, Landers and I, are going to get to see it tomorrow night firsthand. So we'll get yeah. some, oh, man. some footage. Text in the group chat. The listeners won't get to hear, but I want to know. Uh, <laughs> I think it's cool. I've actually been wondering a lot about it lately as a bass drummer. Like, uh, does this mean now you'll have someone in the box and they'll be like, basses, watch out that unison. You guys were sharp on the unison. Well, I'm also wondering <laughs> just how um, 
projection wise, it'll it'll work. Right. Like I think you'll be a little more articulate at the high pitches, but you might be louder at the low pitches. And does that mean more feature sections for that group so that we can hear it more audibly? You know? I hope so. If they put all that work into putting yeah, you would adjustable think. bass drums, tunable bass drums on the field, I would hope that they feature that. <laughs> I bet they will. Okay, I want to see if you guys can get this next one from just the first line, okay? A legend told for centuries. Oh, crown. crown. <laughs> Mario Brothers. No, the description is, a legend told for centuries, the boy who would be king, compelled to embrace his destiny, King Arthur assembled a court of brave, fierce, and honorable followers who pledged their lives and loyalty to him, their shared vision to create a kingdom where justice, harmony, and the noble principles of chivalry prevail. And Camelot, the court and stronghold of King Arthur, and the Knights of the Round Table was the epicenter of their dreams and mythic quests. And yes, it is... Crown. I like it. I think it feels like a movie soundtrack. It's intense. Like, yeah, like I watch it and it feels it almost feels really different from a lot of other drum corps in that way because it's really like a cinematic show. But I'll just keep it a buck. I'll be really honest. I think that it's more musically interesting today, at least, than it is like visually got a lot going on if i'm if i'm just going to be honest as a crown alum so i love the show i, would agree with I that, love steven yeah yeah and i like the direction they're going it's getting back towards that 2016 like uh relentless type of crown vibe that i've been missing the last five years or so um but i think you know there's still a little bit of polishing to do on this one to really make it the best thing it can be for sure um I think the costuming is a 10. Like I, I, yeah, yeah. I, think the, I think it's just super great. I think the use of the props are like great. I love the fact that when we get to that struggle that they, the, like how they change, I think that's super great. Um, I, you know, and I'm just going to say, this is not a slap, mm -hmm. but like to me, uh, the crown color guard's back. Like I, I yes. think the, the crown guard is like definitely a force to be reckoned with. Like, mm -hmm. they, like yeah. it's, it's, it's cool to watch that. Now I will say this, like I, like I, I do think that with them and Boston, uh, you know, they're telling a story. So, or, or you're kind of alluding to that story. So I think both of them are so incomplete in the storytelling right now that it kind of holds them back because the story, we know what the story is like both of those stories. And like when I, oh, if yeah. I'm going to be negative right now, it, like with with crown it would definitely be that you know king arthur kind of gets stabbed and then all of a sudden he comes back to life and we're all happy again yeah <laughs> but I, honestly i think every single year crown changes their ending at no, atlanta yeah no 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 don't get me wrong i i, I know that staff is like super yeah. creative and you know and i can't wait to see what they do because I know they're all holding their their own little aces and their rooks and whatever. Yep. They're right. not playing them yet. They're keeping but, it close to their chest right. and they're gonna. But I, they, I but bet I, that they always had the new ending to the show in plan already, oh, sure. and then this is just the fake ending that they're doing until we get like two weeks out. But I'm sorry to speak over you. But no, no, no. Hornline that ballad. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wow. 
man. There's I mean, a crown horn line for sure. That dude, oh yeah. my god, just the sustain at the ultra like it's mezzo to piano to like how it's sensitive it is. It's like wow. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. yeah. I mean it's 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 like wow. But the costume for me is a ten. It's really good. And then also, you know, for the percussion guys on the call, I I really like the different direction in the percussion. I think that oh, yeah, they it's... kept it more to the identity of Crown than I actually expected it to be. Like it still has a lot of that classical composition type of uh It's definitely a meteor it. book, I think. More yeah, aggressive. It's more aggressive, but there's also more just like little nuanced, intricate little things that happen where like it just feels more modern to me as yeah. as like a drumline product, but also as a whole percussion product. I think like there's a lot of potential here. Oh, yeah. I think that like, you know, I think it'll be at least as good of a placement in drumline. It might take them a year or two to get, uh, you know, up to like the Sanford contention or something that like Boston is at today or blue coats are at where really they've been building that up for years uh, to reach the point where they're at today. But I think that now I can see like, there's a really high ceiling here for what, crown drums what carolina crowns percussion section can be moving forward yeah they keep uh, uh they keep the staff together and they should be able to produce something pretty hot in the next year or two i think i think they will too i'm all on board for it but for right now i'm all on board for a hot dog i'm hungry i'm going to the stands to get some food and some merch but we'll be back Funnel in take. a couple minutes here <laughs> going to take a quick commercial break and we will be back with you shortly hello everyone it's tim hinton the beast of the marching arts and the host of the marching roundtable podcast it's a great summer and we're in the middle of a series of podcasts about the 2023 dci season these podcasts are being released in audio and video versions which you can find at our website Already available are podcasts about the Cavaliers, who are celebrating 75 years with Where You'll Find Me, and the Madison Scouts, who share great advice about building a better culture in your organization. Out this week is our conversation with Carolina Crown, where I talk with four members of the design staff. Now listen to this. Rick Subel, the artistic director, Jeff Saktig, the visual designer, Michael Klesch, brass arranger and music director, and Kevin Shaw, percussion arranger and sound designer. They were so nice to stop in the middle of spring training when we recorded that and talk to me about the show. We take you behind the scenes. You hear about how the show was constructed and then about how the members are bringing the show ideas to life this summer. This show is epic, as any show about Camelot would have to be. And then next week, I talk with music coordinator Mark Whitlock of The Cadets. We talk about their show, Atlas Rising and the strength and grit required by the core. I think you will be fascinated about how Mark describes the show, saying it's analogous to the past, present, and future of the core. The grit and strength required of Atlas Rising in relation to the past, present, and future of the cadets. This is pretty gritty stuff. 
Watch for other podcasts all summer from other DCI Corps, where we take you behind the scenes and up close, including a conversation I recently had with Phantom Regiment visual designer Stephen Estudillo about their show, Exogenesis, which everybody is already talking about. It's a great summer of drum corps. And don't forget that you really need to see drum corps live. Go buy a ticket, sit in a stadium, make an effort to get there because the live experience is really special. You can feel the energy and passion of the performers coming off the field. It's an experience unlike anything else. Go see Drum Corps live. Happy DCI, everybody. Hope you enjoy our interviews all summer at the Marching Roundtable. Hey, everybody. It's Trish with the DCA Dish. I went up to the DCA show in Shelton, Connecticut this past Saturday. There was some pretty cool stuff happening. After a bunch of great alumni performances, the Hawthorne Caballeros were the first competing corps to take the field. Their 2023 Take Me production features some really cool props, including benches. And I have to say, I love the core proper sleek black look this year. The Bushwhackers were up next to debut their Hollywood production. Lots of cool vo voiceovers from people, including Lady Gaga. And it was great to hear Car Chase once again. For those of us who marched Bush the last time they performed that song, it was a big deal. The home team, Connecticut Hurricanes, closed out the show with their Channel Green show. There were some more cool props, including umbrellas, and I can't wait to see what else they do with that ramp in the front. Although it may be smart to only perform portions of their shows so early in the season, it's going to be interesting to see what approach the cores take next year when the season ends DCI week. Stay tuned for more DCA news as the season really gets underway in the next few weeks. Uh, I hope you guys all supported your favorite cores and bought all of the show merch and t-shirts and stuff on that break because that's how we keep them rolling. <laughs> Always hit that clearance bin. <laughs> yes, at least at the clearance <laughs> bin, at the very, very least. <laughs> I always got to get myself a patch or two, personally. I'm kind of addicted. I don't know if you guys have ever seen my show jackets, but they're they're wild. There's a lot of patches. I have, man. I, I used to collect stickers from every core every year. No, oh, there you go. There. That would be so much cheaper than collecting patches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't have those anymore. I was a kid. I stuck them on everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's uh, let's jump back in. I'm going to give you guys the next description here uh, without saying the name. This show will take us on a journey to explore the physical and emotional edge, a phenomenon that exists between individuals and groups places and things we travel to the edge challenge the edge and push beyond the edge on the winding road that leads to your door any idea who this is this cavaliers it is not no it is not cavaliers sorry mm. kind of sounds like crossman it is crossman oh whoop whoop was that jeremy yeah that was me i i no one's seen him yet right yeah, I, I think tomorrow's their first <laughs> show. They've they've done a really good job, like Blue Knights, keeping everything under wraps, and it, it's going to be really exciting to see what what they do this season. Um, it, I'm assuming, like, I don't know a whole ton personally, like connection with them, but it after watching last season, I've got a feeling that they really went back, looked, and said, okay, what what did we do wrong that knocked us out of finals, and what can we do to try to remedy that? And I'm excited to see how they're going to go about that and where they're going to what they're going to do this season. 
Well, their show title is Meetings at the Edge. Um, I'm really excited to hear this music because looking, just looking at their repertoire, they've got uh, the Beatles in here. They've got a Philip Glass piece in here, which I did my Olympic audition to a Philip Glass piece. So it's like, you know, a connection there. Um, Pat Metheny, Keith Jarrett, Sean Martin. Um, so they've just got a really interesting like range of music that they're utilizing for this sort of exploration so i'm excited so they haven't come out yet okay i'll just i'll read the next one um humanity has mixed feelings about the future of ai and its role in our world will ai have the ability to truly genesis. be creative in the future it is genesis yes was that tom yeah i i yeah. Like, oh, was, <laughs> my friend my friend Elon was talking about this the other day that's all the only yeah so their show is called symbiosis but it's like spelled symbio.sis so oh well there you go hmm. i would say have you seen it yeah has anybody seen this one yet no i mean it's funny because whitney and i both live in texas and Crossman were in Oklahoma and Genesis. I don't. I mean, they're from Austin, which is where we live, where I'm from. But no, I don't. I don't know anything about it. They Nothing. had kind of a, a neat show last year, right? Kind of a Wizard of Oz kind of thing, I think. Yeah, that was them. It sounds right, really how, cool. I think they're still I, waiting on that breakout show. Maybe. Yeah, I haven't really heard anything about either of them. How about this one? A rose blooms with beauty and grace. Its thorns Music a reminder City. of life's embrace. Yeah, for in death its beauty is gone, but its thorn re thorns remain a legacy strong. Uh, violent delights a rose and its thorns by Music City. Interesting. I watched it last night. I thought it was great. I, I yeah. was like, yeah, I thought it was really, really strong. In fact, um, I thought the score was low. Like I thought it was close. I, I really thought they were closer not like they're like competitive with the troopers, but they should have been. I was I was really really like wow, get it, Music City. This is definitely a world class drum corps, definitely like yeah, super. Strong start I, for them. Good strong yeah. start. Okay, so this next one does not have. Uh, they also have not come out with a description, which kind of blows my mind because it's one of the most talked about shows. One of the most complained about shows on the Facebook groups I've seen all so far this summer um their repertoire is everfish michael torque orville peck uh symbion project featuring melissa r kaplan and jim wonderlick anybody know what's that blue coats no not blue coats no oh I, you're gonna know as soon as i tell you the show name it's in absinthia. Oh, blue, oh. blue, blue, blue stars. Blue stars. Blue stars. Blue stars. Yes. And I tell you that the, the complaints from all of the uh, the people on the Facebook forums are like, they're like, why well, are they doing a show about alcohol? And I'm like, how many shows have there been about murder? <laughs> <laughs> and and other um, other unseemly acts. Why is alcohol the thing that gets attacked? <laughs> I I think their costuming works great with the show. I'm not sold on the props. Uh, well, uh, here's my inside scoop on the props. So oh yeah, I, if, I'm, like, give it yeah. To so us. so if I, I I spill this, 
I'm sorry, guys. I, I so originally the spoons were ten feet tall, um, which would give them more like of a, the correct perspective because they kind of look a little like like bruntish, um, but they were they were like four feet higher. But I, what I was told was is that when they first like when people first went down them because they had to be like the elevation of them, basically you came flying off of it. It was like right. they couldn't control it. So they had, they, they're like, woo, you know, so I, you know, I know they shortened it, whatever. Uh, that, that's the, that was the one thing that I found out about it. Yeah. I thought like, I've seen it. I thought, I think it's great. I like the costuming, you know, uh, you know, I, whatever absence. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I, I, you know what? It, it the, the show, theme itself is great and, and it works i just not i'm myself i'm not sold on the prop like you said maybe if it was bigger it would have worked more for me i don't know uh i'm interested to see how this develops over the summer did they have the spoons and the white boxes yeah like, they have that the, the sugar cube yeah the sugar cube. The sugar yeah, cube. yeah okay <laughs> which i mean yeah, have you no, ever I, had absence I feel like that's a cultural like thing. This, uh... Haven't had absinthe or don't know how that like how that works or haven't read anything about it. Like, like you're not necessarily going to understand that just from watching the show, especially if there's no, no. show description out there. I'm looking at you, Jack, on the yeah, Blue Star social media if, team. If What's we going had on? a a good social a good show description, including how to consume absinthe. Or, <laughs> I, know, I, I know Dave uh, Landers just... and myself know how to do it. It's a it was a renegade tradition at championships to oh, no. partake in it, and, and it does make you hallucinate. And oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah, I, but the night the night that I did it, I I, I also had. So much other stuff in my system. I don't even know what the absence would do. <laughs> which, which, which begs the question: um, Who's going to be the first to uh, to have like a giant bong prop? You know, for their for their, their once you know once wait, it's removed from. You know what? Don't I, wait, 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 wait! I have the answer to this question. It's clearly the blue coats. I was going to say blue coats. So when you were explaining this to the kids, so that they can understand and 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 really deliver the show, how is this being done to the performers? You know what I mean? Like it is experiential. Yeah. <laughs> like. Do they have to sign off everybody at the April camp? We're all going to try absinthe. We're going to have a lock-in. We're all 21. <laughs> this is a, You all better be rooking out yeah, this year. Yeah, everybody at Blue Stars is rookouts this year. <laughs> and and I just hope that nobody from DCI is listening to this, because, you know... Start <laughs> affiliated with Blue Stars. Like, yeah, because, you know, like, let's not create any more havoc for the Blue oh, Stars. Oh, you know, Bobby, what's your show about this I year? Love, well, I, Mom I, and Dad... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I think regardless, yeah. I think even if you didn't know what the show was all about at all, if you thought it was a nonsense word that they made up, the show is still really cool. I like right, the hi-hat feature. In my opinion, feature. it would work awesome still without the spoons. I think they would still have a great show. Just throw yeah. that out there, Blue Stars. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be a fun one to watch. I think that this might be a really good year for them. I, I And I bet you, I bet you the in, inside the white sugar cubes, we're gonna get some sort of light thing. I think they're gonna light oh, that. Yeah, I, can see I, that. I thought. You know what, Jeff? I was thinking the same thing. Like that That'd would be cool. cool yeah. to it up. 
Yeah, I just yeah. want it to be sparkly so it looks like sugar. <laughs> <laughs> more glitter, more glitter, more glitter. Yeah, and, and well, and I, I would be remiss if we didn't throw it out there. Wow, like the color guard, like they just do some yes. crazy stuff. Like they just do. Like it, I, there's times why I watch them and I go like this. You know, those kids, uh, like, they, they need those helmets. Like, you know, they, that's why, like, their Tour de France show is so great because it's, like, they could do all that crazy Michael Shapiro stuff and, like, whoop, they hit themselves in the head and it's, like, it doesn't hurt. But, like, they, they just do some crazy stuff. They really do. It's, like, I, I watch it and just go like this. Wow. Wow. Yeah, the, the but, one girl tosses her saber, slides down the spoon, mm-hmm. and I, I know that, like, the, the, we're working on the catch still, but I would never – yeah, I would never <laughs> try that. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. That's... You want me to do what? <laughs> well, like, doesn't she spin like during? Like, she spins on the spoon. Like, while she's, it's like crazy. It's just literally like, yeah, I would love to be there when some kid. Well, I have been like when I in the Magic Years when working with Michael Shapiro, but where like he says do something, the kids just look at him like, what? Oh like, yeah. It's just funny. No, that's you have to like have just have that stare down and be like, okay, you like seriously, like you really want this to happen? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I enjoy fun, I enjoy my teeth. I enjoy my teeth. So yeah. I, I, I just up. hope those spoons don't get like three hundred degrees in the sun. Oh, you know they do. <laughs> the butt burn going down it. Move up the slugs, the spoons. <laughs> Well, I'm going to go ahead and read you the next one because this one's a little bit more age appropriate, I feel like, uh, for our performers. <laughs> Until our next eclipse. Academy. Yes. And that's, I'm glad you got it from that because that's all of the description I have. Um, the show title is Soul at Luna. Costumes are gorgeous for the yes. core and the guard. Yeah, they look really nice. Yeah, I don't know anything else about it. I just know that it's about sun and moon, whatever. That so I knew that. I was waiting for that one, but yeah, the costumes are again gorgeous. They are really, really pretty. It's it's um it's got some work still. Oh, but cool! It, it, it's got the opportunity of being a great, great production. Cool. Okay, how about this one? William Blake's poem, The Garden of Love. Woodcuts. Woodcuts. <laughs> I kind of thought that might. I thought about skipping that first line, but it uh, grabs the teaser trailer, adding a strong backbone underneath the imagery fans will see in this year's show, including bright colors, a flower motif, and stained glass windows that are mentioned in the poem. Yes, it is the blue coats. What do you guys think? Freaking wow. What a show. Yeah, super trippy. I, I wish I got to see this one live. You. I think you will. Will you get the chance to? No, they don't. Oh, come out they don't here, come to yeah. California. Okay, that makes they sense. They do every few years, but yeah. This this is on like it's it's layers and layers and layers of design and sound. Wow, man! It's, yes. It's got that chance of winning another drum trophy, in my opinion. I totally agree because they're just really clean right away. And that's where I think like it's different. Like with a, with other drum lines, you're gonna be working all summer to make your product as masterful as it can be. And like that's great and all. But what if you were just clean right away? Poof. But you still worked all summer. That's like what they're doing right now. And they've they're playing a really cool book. The pit is super involved in yeah, really that, intricate. That's where it's at for them. 
yes really intricate and really unique and like fresh ways too and, okay and go ahead go ahead well i mean love them last year i th- i just adore them this year i just they're they're probably yeah. not my favorite show that i've seen i think the staff is like i i just am like i'm in awe of their their ability to create such a different environment uh costume like you know, the horn mm-hmm. line spray, the color guard. I think the color guard is super stronger than they were last year early, and they were great. And I think they're they're even stronger, uh, which is going to make a battle for those that you know that guard trophy at the end. I think that's going to be a really big fight this year. Um, yeah. But here's my thing about the blue coats. So I like last year. I think there's going. I I hope there's a change coming because here's my here's my here's my only thing is like being such a fan of that poem for so long. That's a really dark poem. So, mm. and they do, and they do do a little bit of it. And so I, you know, and I, I wonder if they're just choosing to not be dark at the end because the poem itself is really, really a commentary. It's really dark. Um, and I, you know, listen to a sh- great job of, of making it colorful and lighter, I think. Yeah, but I just wonder if there's a change coming. Like last year, we didn't see that costume change to the end. Right, and, right. And the like, headless people are so rad. Right. Well, yeah. The like the the, the one with the black hats. Yeah. yeah. Are yeah, those color guard members? Yeah. They are, and that, you yeah. know, they're that, that's the priests that they talk about in the poem. I guess that's what I would right. think. Yeah, and, I think yeah. so too. Yeah. It's just that such great imagery that like I just. And here I'm sorry. I I love everybody. I think everybody's great. I like. I just don't think. Any, <laughs> I don't think anybody else is doing that visually. Like the that the blue coats are doing. So that, that's yeah. the nod that I give them. Now again, Crown and and blue coat and Boston. You know they've got stuff they're going to add. And I'm, you know blue blue uh, blue devils. They always add stuff, and everybody does that. But yeah, I just think right now the blue coats are giving us some like some of the yeah for real. Really, I think they're on a different design level than everybody else, man. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool to watch. I just wonder about the darkness of the poem. Like if if we're gonna see that more or right, if, if they're gonna touch on any of that. Well, I hope you know, we, we do. We, we get the black butterflies, which I think is like that's kind of creepy. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> it, but you know, but it, then again, much like if I'm gonna throw shame at, at uh, Crown for being like oh and. Arthur, but now he's he's back and we're happy, you know what I'm saying, and like a and not really having a whale. Like again, like you know, blue coats are kind of like, oh, darkness, but now we're happy in flowers and the Brady Bunch again. And it's like, mm. okay, you know, so but love it. Like they're they're I you know, blue coats, blue coats, blue coats. So yeah. I think I don't know. I definitely felt like it got kind of creepy with those the like hooded characters and stuff. I like I felt like that was different for the blue coats because they're normally so like happy and you know ethereal whatever but i i i definitely was getting some creepy vibes from it yeah it is i think it's it's really cool because it's like all these other groups are good and effective for their own reasons like boston is super entertaining crown is just like super like classically refined blue bd is like super entertaining in a different way i think that this might be like the most artistic show that i see this year where it's yeah, really I don't know, man. I think there might different. be some underdogs coming up. Cavies and their 75th anniversary show. True, it is an anniversary. There's so many Easter eggs in that show, man. I don't know about the foam feather, but it's it's a rad concept so far. 
Let me read that. I've been itching for. It's uh, well, it's okay. called "Where You'll Find Me," the Cavaliers. Cavaliers. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they don't have a show description out, but uh, but there's a lot of rumors that they're going to be having somewhere over the rainbow. They don't even. They haven't even published their repertoire yet. Well, yeah. I mean, spoiler. Uh, you know, that's a that's a lyric from uh, you know that song. Right. Uh, that's where you'll find me. And that the somewhere the rainbow is a huge cavalier thing, right. and uh, yeah. So I, not meaning to be un- emotional, but that's you know that's my home team and Cavaliers. It's great the seventy fifth, and you know there's so many iconic uh, wor- uh, earworm things that you get, um, you know during the show, and I, I think there's lots of really cool percussion things that they overlay in such a. I'm just going to say the word that it comes on in such a weird way, but mm. weird meaning like cool, like not like, like that's yeah. weird, but like weird isn't like, wow, that's, well, you know, and, and I think they do that. I think again, like a lot of it, like the color guard is leaps and bounds stronger than they were last year. Good for them. Uh, you know, kind of a new team, like a lot of it, but you know, I mean, I have to shout out, you know, Splooey, you know, Cavaliers, there you go. Like, uh, that's my thing. And I'm super proud to be an alumni. I I am. Sorry. Yeah, you mentioned their percussion. They just have a really, really solid percussion team. I was taught by a lot of that staff because it's the same staff from Rhythmax and Indoor to Cavaliers in uh, in Outdoor uh, right now. And they're just, they're nails. Shout out to Josh Bricky, the snare and battery coordinator. They play so well. They play super hard stuff. And they have their own identity, too, which is really cool. I think that they do their own thing over here every year. How about the next one? Express Yourself is the title of the show. Anybody seen this one yet? I think you stumped us. It's Jersey Surf. I I don't even know it. They don't Mm. have their repertoire or a program description at all up here yet. So Jersey Surf, get on it, y'all. Well, well, I mean, with Express Yourself, if we don't have Madonna, then, like, they lose. (laughs) Well, no, you have to have Madonna. Express Yourself. Come on now. I think it's cool. would be in there. Who knows? How How about this one? Goddess. They have Pacific Crest. Yes, it is Pacific Crest. I'm only guessing on that one because of the gold costuming. But okay, and has anybody seen them? I haven't. Uh, tomorrow night, I think I get to see them. How about uh, this one? Up, down, and all around. That would be Spirit. That is Spirit. Oh, there you go, Dave. <laughs> is it true the baby blues back i heard the baby blues back that's what i heard um honestly i don't know very much at all about the show i'm like I, I was saying before we started i haven't been able i haven't looked at much stuff yet this year um but that would be nice for the baby blue to return yeah for all you whippersnappers uh, for all you whippersnappers out there, that like baby blue was like the spirit color. You know, that was a thing. I think the color is there in the <laughs> costuming. I don't know about a delta in there, but. Oh, I'm sure there's a delta somewhere in there. Yeah, hidden in there somewhere. Yeah. Just yeah. like Boston's always got Waldo somewhere in there costuming. 
I'm just glad to see them back. I, I like, I will say that for spirit, like go spirit. Like I'm just glad that the spirit, you know, spirit of Atlanta is back. Like, yeah, good that's awesome. Too. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, they had to take that year off or whatever. And, and anytime a group takes the year off, it's just, you know, you're always scared, but it's like, yep. you know, I hope they come roaring out of the South and I hope they just let us have it. I do. I hope I like, I hope spirit lets us just have it. Come on spirit. I do too. I, I was involved with the core. Uh, I was on staff in 95 after the year off in 94. And, um, yeah, that was a struggle. And that whole, that whole summer was a, was a, a struggle, you know, just getting membership and, and it's so awesome that they're able to continue and, and other cores too, in the activity that are able to, uh, you know, push through an off year and, uh, and then come back with, with strength. So is there any shows that you guys, uh, wanted to talk about that we haven't gotten to? Um, Suncoast 88. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, I don't, there's no show I don't think we haven't really covered, but um, I did see some crazy news that the Skyriders are working on putting together an organization again. Oh, seriously? So that could be exciting. I hope. Oh, that's oh. way exciting. Oh that my gosh. Yeah. You know, I was a Skyriders fan. I know that. I mean, they were that's... so cool with color and costuming before way ahead of their time. <clears throat> yeah. yeah we, we, we toured side by side with them uh, for, all the first tour in 86, I think all but one show for like two, two and a half weeks, Skyriders were at every single show with us. You know, uh, 87 Skyriders. Like what's that? 87 Skyriders is the best West Side Story ever. Oh. No. <laughs> Wrong. No. All right. Wrong. Oh, look out. No. Look out. All right. <laughs> I, I had dear friends in that show, and I love 87 Skyriders. I do. I love it. I love it. I love it. But do not, do not, <laughs> like, do not defame 1984 Garfield Cadets. Like, don't. We have, like, a whole new episode of what was the best West Side West Story. story. Right, there can only be, like, two cores going back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring it Sorry. to 2023. <laughs> so, uh, let's go around, everybody, and give sort of your, your final thoughts on, on this season. Tom, let's start with you. Um, what, what are your final thoughts on what's, what's up this season and how things are going and going to go? You know, I've been part of drum corps since 1984. This is the most prepared drum corps I have ever seen. Probably the most highest quality I've ever seen. So out of the gate. It's so exciting. Go to a live show, buy a shirt, support these kids. It's awesome this year. And I'm jonesing on the cadets. They're awesome this year. Uh, How about Duffy? Um, same thing. You know, like, uh, been around drum corps for a really long time, and I'm such a fan of, of the shows, of all of them. I will be there in San Antonio, and I will watch every core, and I will be, like, standing up for everyone. And, and I agree. Buy a shirt, buy five of them, whatever. And, like, <laughs> just go and support – Go and support these kids because they're they're giving it, and, and I'm super excited to see all the shows. I'm really super excited. Thanks for having me. I had a fun time. <laughs> Thanks for being here, uh, Whitney. What about you? Um, well, I didn't really get to interject when we were talking about Crown, um, but I, as a Guard alumni, I'm really excited to see them live and everybody else. I will be at the Austin show, and then I will be at San Antonio as well. 
I'm just really excited to see everybody live because it is way better than watching um, on even a, a, t a large screen TV. So I'm, I'm just excited for everybody. And I, I wish I could make it up to DCI for finals, but don't think that's going to happen. But so San Antonio will be my DCI. Jerry. It's a good show. <laughs> yeah. It, the, it, it seems like this season, there's just been so much energy and so much excitement going into it. I know I've only followed the activity maybe a decade at this point, but it just the amount of energy, the amount of ever just across the board. And I know we haven't really talked about it at all, but with just looking at scores, I mean, they're sitting five, six, seven points higher than where cores typically sit at this point in the season. Like BD broke 80, what the first week oh it, it's been absolutely insane seeing these score. Like I was looking back and at this point, BD is outscoring where they did in 2014. Like, uh -huh. I don't know. I don't know if that means anything, but there's a chance that we have a new world record scoring season this year. And it's just exciting to watch it all unfurl from the beginning. Yeah. Seeing them just like pushing the envelope right out of the gate. That's amazing. Uh, Landers, how about you? Uh, well, I, uh, with the exception of seeing about 20 minutes of Vanguard cadets rehearsal when they were about a ha about 15 minutes from my house last summer. I haven't seen a drum corps show live since Atlanta 2019. Uh, I am so excited tomorrow to stand in front of a horn line as they warm up and just hear, not just hear, but feel that sound coming from all around me, not just my headphones. Uh, or my Bose speakers or whatever, but just to, <laughs> just just to feel wrapped up in that warmth, and uh, and I'm just going to take a nap there. Bask <laughs> <laughs> in the warmth. Yeah. Stephen. Well, I agree strongly with uh, strongly with everyone. It's a great year for drum corps, but we all already talked about that. So I got my hot takes for you. I think. I think that Boston is going to come away with the gold medal this year. I think that that show is exciting and it's going to pull through in the end. And I think the blue coats are going to win drums again. BD is going to come in second as much as I love them. <laughs> <laughs> That's my prediction for the year. What do you think, Jackie? I, I think that I need to go to bed. It's late guys. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you again for a great rehearsal this week. Thank you to our hosts, Stephen, Whitney, Tom, and Jeremy from at Drum Corps today. Uh, Dave Landers and David Duffy. Guys, thank you so much for coming and joining us today. It was really awesome to get to meet you guys and talk to you. Um, what are, uh, let's start with Landers. What are your socials if our listeners want to come follow you on social media? Oh, my, my socials. Um, I'm on Facebook uh, sometimes, uh, and I have an Instagram, but I don't really use it that much. Sorry. You should I'm get on threads. It's a, it's a older. new thing. <laughs> threads. Okay. Threads. It's, uh, you use your Instagram account. It's great. <laughs> I heard about something called uh, truth. Is that a thing? No, no. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> David W., what about you? What about your social? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, uh, Facebook, but I'm also on Instagram, and I think it's at Duffy Design. I think that's what it is, at Duffy Design. Um, and, yeah, thanks for having me. Super excited, and, yeah, it's awesome. This is such a good episode. Everybody, go subscribe. Write us a review. 
throw us five stars and share this with a friend. Follow us on all of our social media at On A Water Break. And we will see you at the next rehearsal on a water break. Go practice.